Welcome to Shortcut to Sunday. I'm Ben. And I'm Bruce. And this is your podcast for August 8th, 2021, year B, the 11th Sunday after Pentecost. 11th. We're on to the 11th already, and we are coming to you not live on behalf of Holy Family Episcopal Church in Fishers, Indiana. Now, Bruce, how are you today? I am well. Thank you for asking. Well, a very good descriptor. Um, uh, yeah, we're, uh, so uh, I, I, th- I know I say it every week, uh, but uh, time is flying and it still remains true. So I'm still going to continue to say it uh, every it, podcast. It, it does move at a steady stream. <laughs> it, you know, you say that, but it seems as though it, it's picking up a bit. It's picking up a bit. I know that, you know, the sun rises and sets at the same intervals but uh i don't know that doesn't yeah i I feel like the answer is move yeah exactly (laughs) it's going on you don't understand this whole time thing (laughs) no the sun rotates around us right we're the center of the universe center of the universe uh yeah um but yeah it uh uh, uh, school starts this week for some kids uh in the area uh and uh um uh, choir starts here on thursday practice um uh, all are welcome all are welcome uh who oh can't get this wrong seven o'clock seven o'clock on thursday seven o'clock yeah. nailed it nailed it nailed it at the church at, at the church yeah not on the street corner um and uh and and so yeah we're looking forward to getting uh the the old vocal cords worked up again for <laughs> since we've been on a year and a half hiatus <laughs> um so that'll be nice uh what else do we have going on uh at the church Anything Nothing. you want to highlight? Nothing at all? No. <laughs> You're doing um, the Lord's work there, Bruce. <laughs> the yeah, the Lord's right. work of nothing. <laughs> well, we're actually, in a sense, letting all the households catch their breath of getting the right. kids back in school and the schedule set and all that. So our big, woohoo, we're starting new stuff is going to be in September so that everyone has mm-hmm. their feet under themselves. Um, but we, we have book group going on, like you said, choir practice, um, gathering supplies for schools and also for people that are hungry, gathering food and such, mm-hmm, Yeah, mm-hmm. all sorts of neat stuff's happening. So holyfamilyfishers.org can give you all the details. Get the deets. Uh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that was a phrase that sounded weird coming out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I am old. Uh, <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> I am. I'm not hit to the skip like some of these youngins. Um, uh, goodness. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, um, um, uh, the church services continue to to uh, uh, go on. We did make a, a a change, a quick revision that I think we would do well to. To, yeah. to point out, CDC guidelines uh, have uh, uh, um, evolved, and and uh, um, because of new variants and their uh, resilience uh, to particularly unvaccinated individuals, we are we are asking for uh, masks again, um, at least in the interim, while we're yeah. seeing some some. Uh, some some very unfortunate numbers in in, in yeah Hamilton. yeah locally in Indiana it's not looking good so right. yeah. when we're inside we have masks on yep yep so that is that is a change for now um finger it's been finger the good news is it has been relatively cool uh, so it has not been 
the worst thing in the world. Uh, the August heat is not getting inside the sanctuary. So that's at least uh, a positive thing. Uh, right. It's, it's not, it's not broiling inside. Uh, and, uh, but, but if, you know, if, if worship with masks on is not your thing, uh, we still have the live, uh, broadcast at 10 o'clock AM on Sunday, uh, that you can participate, uh, uh, with us as we go or enjoy, uh, on the back end of your morning or afternoon on Sunday or whenever. Um, uh, so be able to look for that on HFEC videos on YouTube, uh, links again on our website uh, to, to take you to there and to the bulletin so you can kind of follow along at home if that's uh, yeah. something you're interested in. And you can see all the back issues, so to speak, of exactly. both bulletins and worship videos. Yeah, yeah. And and feel free to email us at shortcut at hfec.org and let us know what you thought of all of Bruce's sermons. <laughs> we take all comments. All comments are welcome. <laughs> Actually, yeah. If 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 you have listened to the sermon, watched the sermon, however you uh, partake of it, then you are entitled to make whatever comment you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't get to do the, hey, 10 seconds in, I didn't like how his eyebrow twitched. I now mean, the whole thing. I don't put such restrictions on you uh, out there in radio. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, I, I'll go back I, and watch I, and be like, yeah, that too. was weird. <laughs> I would love to see hear that stuff and to go back and be like, oh yeah, he did do this funny thing with his face. <laughs> and then we'll clip it and then we'll put it on the uh, holyfamilyfishers.org website, like front page. We'll create oh, a gonna, banner out of it. I thought it would be a, a GIF, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that'll be our, that'll be our uh, opening uh, JPEG for, yeah. for the, <laughs> for, for the live service. <laughs> Something like, we will begin shortly, and then whatever weird face Bruce has made. Um, <laughs> I like this idea. I'm writing it down. Hold on. One Why second. did I say it? One second. <laughs> Go back and find weird picture of Bruce. Got it. Um, Not hard to do. <laughs> you won't lose any sleep trying to get that task done. Uh, just so many to choose from. But speaking of... So many to choose from. I have settled on an individual to stump you with uh, today, Bruce. And uh, as periodically happens with our person of the day, this person needs no last name. This person is uh, was born circa 251 and died 356. And this person's name is Antony. So St. Anthony. Maybe. I will be honest. I will be honest. There's no reference to sainthood in his in in this uh, oh. person's uh, entry. Okay. I I can literally. <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. I can literally picture the tacky statue in the church supply catalog. <laughs> but I can't tell, remember tell me, his biography. Me, how would you describe the statue? How would you? Way too white. <laughs> In complexion. Mm. Okay, so this and is not like a bronzed. Uh, this is this no. Is, okay, no. gotcha. It's the you know genuine rosin cast that gotcha. looks supposed mm-hmm. to look ceramic and mm-hmm. hand painted to Paint make him look like a northern Englishman. Yes, as who hasn't seen the sun in five years, but has been to a barber recently and is extremely well groomed. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, yes, yes. I like I like the well quaffed. Uh, yes. Uh, um uh you know first century <laughs> saint look which you know we knew was all the rage uh, uh back then i, I guess was not he the... killed with a bunch of arrows uh it it actually doesn't say how okay. he died okay then it's not then he wasn't because the guy i'm thinking of is quite famous for that w- was that also in the in the in the in the uh no this, <laughs> the this was in a very was. or their arrows sticking out of them reproduction i oh, could gosh. use to scare youth group members <laughs> so like well coiffed hair beautiful you know flush cheeks and in in beautiful eyes and like nine arrows <laughs> oh more than that oh gosh we we're we're an odd group (laughs) (laughs) it is one of those things where you know the alien from outer space would say you call this a religion (laughs) right this is what this why there's so much going on here i have so many questions (laughs) yeah did you pray to this man (laughs) this is weird um didn't seem like it worked (laughs) yeah yeah or does he emit the arrows? I'm very confused. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Antony, uh, uh, or at least the one described in the, the this glossary, is an early Christian desert hermit. Uh, raised in a Christian home after his parents died, he sold all his possessions and became a hermit or anchorite. I'm not. Sh- I'm, I've got questions as to where yeah. that term comes from, uh, but. It's followed immediately by a sentence that I have another question about. He devoted himself to a life of asceticism. Mm-hmm. That basically means extreme simplicity. Okay, minimalist. We can yeah. use we can use other words that uh, the rest of us know here. Glossary. <laughs> devoted himself to a life of asceticism. <laughs> he didn't have stuff. Okay, got it. I got it. <laughs> Americanize stuff. <laughs> right. Didn't have much food. Okay. Americanize it for me here. Um, he retired to the desert where he lived in solitude, fasting, and prayer. Anthony is said to have fought with demons under the guise of wild beasts. That's very interesting to me. Um, and then uh, Athena- Ath- Athanasius. Ooh, wow. Athanasius wrote A Life of Anth- uh, uh-huh. Anthony which helped to spread the idea of angry monasticism. And Antony is commemorated in the Episcopal calendar of the church year on January 17th. Um, but um, honestly, I just picked him because he fought with demons <laughs> under the guise of wild beasts. And, and I, I mean, I, I, again, I'm sure I, I will go to hell for many things, but I, I feel good about this question. Are we sure he wasn't just crazy? <laughs> Always a question when it comes to religious visions and experiences that are supernatural. Sure, sure. <clears throat> and I'm inclined to think it was a metaphor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So when it says Antony is said to, it's it's a, like a it's a it's a lore of sorts. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. it's not like there's a video on YouTube you can find of this supposedly happening. Sure. Well, well, no, no, obviously not. <laughs> or a scribe, a scribe like uh, detailing his uh, 
<laughs> that yeah. aren't demons. He throws them up. Boar. <laughs> he flips the leopard over his right shoulder. Ah, the horns are seen. <laughs> With it the is the devil. <laughs> With a quick flick of the wrist, I shall dispatch you. <laughs> like, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, it, it's it's feeding that that Monty Python side of my yep. brain. I got I've got to stop. Um, <laughs> but um, okay. Uh, uh, I honestly though that was the part of the reason why I, I picked it. Just because it, we we have many we have many hermits. We have many um, um, uh, individuals uh, who who served in solitude in some way shape or form right uh that was the part that really stood out to me because it's not as though he found it it is credited as having founded um the uh, anchorite monasticism it's just uh, uh he was an example of it and um um that was the, that was the thing that kind of stood out was yeah. uh uh hermit sure monastic sure you know solitude fasting and prayer got it fought wild beasts <laughs> thought they were the devil um so i had questions I, I i wasn't sure if there was uh uh something that was notable about that part of the story it was like was that well, used part to... of it part of it is okay this may sound odd but it's me um part <laughs> it's also anthony i mean it's the yeah. odd part about anthony so please it already sounds odd let's go <laughs> so part of it is Part of the dynamic is that it took away, and this may sound odd, it took away the romance of going out and being a hermit. It does sound odd, because what romance could you possibly be referring to? Well, you basically get to give up taking care of everyone you're related to for the rest of your life. Okay, wait, all right, now it's coming into focus. Yeah! Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, and, more more words. <laughs> and if you were a popular hermit, you people would bring you baskets of of food and scrolls of interesting content. You know, in other words, books. And so, actually, it could turn into a, a pretty nice, simple but nice lifestyle. I guess I guess I hadn't thought about that aspect of hermitage. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are completely devoid of human contact. And right. That, that's the point. It's that you live alone and you live a simple life. Yeah. Um, um, so I suppose that would be so. So essentially, uh, famous hermits would get kind of almost a, a benefit of. Uh, I guess I'd almost refer to it as a pilgrimage. Then is that is that kind of that, fair to that say that people would make pilgrimages to talk with them and all? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, and so, yeah. And so if you became known for spiritual wisdom and and probably fighting demons would put you pretty high on that list because you were successful at it, um, then yeah, you know that hey, that, that sounds pretty good. And then wait a minute, I got to fight demons? No. <laughs> Right, you know, right. I'll, I'll get my feet back on the ground and go back out in the field and take care of the crops. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm imagining Anthony trying to convince someone who's made the pilgrimage of like, no, no, this turtle dove is demonic. 
I will slay it. Stand back. You might as well go right to that bunny rabbit in right. the Holy Grail with exactly. The teeth. Look at the size of his teeth. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Um Yeah, that's uh that's kind of what I'm imagining is is um I, I, I should, which I shouldn't do. I shouldn't, I shouldn't put the, this, uh, the, the cloak of a flim flam man on, uh, Antony. Uh, I, I have nothing to back that up. It's funnier that You're way right. in my head, but, uh, um, I, I'm sure that, uh, if I were to educate myself by reading a life of Antony, uh, written by, I'm going to try it one more time. Athanasius. I think it's Athanasius, but I don't have it in front of me. So I can't say how dare you butcher his name like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, that actually does sound better. Uh, okay. Um, uh, um, I'm sure if I read it, it would there would be a lot more to it. Uh, I was kind of actually struck by a little bit about how there wasn't too much in this entry except for the wild beasts, and it was just, just like a throwaway statement. And then like everything else is like, <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, he was just like a basic dude. <laughs> Okay, okay, but the beasts. Let's go. You can <laughs> tell we, me more. You can say more about this. <laughs> his Herculean effort against the demonic wild beasts of his region. Um, but uh, um, but alas, that's all there is. So so I guess and we'll I gotta to... say the tacky statues of him do not feature that those encounters. Okay, okay. It's just a, a pious guy in a monk's robe. Oh, yep. Okay. So, so so it's a disappointment. About the most boring depiction. <laughs> and ina- boring and inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, if anybody wants to read A Life of Antony, I wonder if, uh, actually, I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, uh, I want to see if it is A Life of Antony. Is that something that you can get? uh on amazon on amazon hey 555 for uh, on paperback all proceeds do not go to athanasius though um <laughs> or his heirs right it's long out of copyright uh it does it does indicate though as i'm as i'm doing the research that it, it, this is the life of saint anthony oh yeah so, yeah so, he was made a saint yeah so so it is he is sainted um yeah uh, so anyways, uh, so if anybody wants to, uh, do a book report, I would, I would very much welcome that. Uh, I would like to know any other highlights, uh, especially any that inform, uh, his, his, uh, war against the demons and wild beasts. Um, so, uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's move on to, uh, our readings then if we sure. can. Uh, our first reading is from the first uh, book of Kings, chapter 19, verse 4 through 8. And that reads, But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. He asked that he might die. It is enough now, O Lord, to take away my life, for I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. Suddenly an angel touched him and said, to him get up and eat he looked and there at his head was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water he ate and drank and lay down again the angel of the lord came a second time touched him and said get up and eat otherwise the journey will be too much for you he got up and ate and drank then he went 
in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the Mount of God. Um, okay, so first things first, what we do miss in this reading is who are we talking about? Yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't clarify that. We're talking about Elijah. Elijah. Yeah, okay, I so this is made the J really yes. loud. Uh, and and remind me the difference. Uh, Elijah never he, died. Right, Elisha he was the one who would did. eventually ride the chariot of Char- fire. Chariot of fire. Very good. Okay. Um, what is a and uh, uh, here's another thing that we, or at least that I learned for the first time here reading the Bible. There's a broom tree. Like, what's a broom tree? Um. You know, none of the Bibles that I have open in front of me care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um. I I uh, I looked it up. I looked it up. I did. Oh, I, 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 I did look it up real quick. Um, it's it's a it's a desert looking tree. Um, um, it, it's a a tribe of plants, the brooms. Uh, and I'm gonna butcher this name uh, or this genus here. It's a Genestea, perhaps. Um, but um, yeah, it's 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 uh, almost a stereotypical tree that you would think that you would see in a picture in the wilderness. Is what it kind of looks like. I didn't realize this is you know a, a specific type of of tree. Um, the flowering versions of them are quite gorgeously stunning the the yellow um, i have a feeling well yes i'll just say it's a feeling it's not even an opinion that it may be one of these things we aren't really sure what it is because mm. i'm looking at um now i've looked it up in hebrew and it often is translated as a juniper tree okay okay which doesn't sound like what you're describing no, no, it's not, and juniper is not listed as one of you know part yeah. of the uh, p- part of the genus uh, um, plants. It does say uh, it, it includes a number of well-known plants, including broom, lupin, gorse, and laburnum. And I would think if you're getting down into the well of being of saying laburnum in your definition, and you don't say juniper, then juniper is probably not it. <laughs> I, I agree completely. So. Um, uh but uh but yeah and, and perhaps and go ahead i was just gonna say and it is a desert plant i mean mm-hmm. it, it, the context is the desert and juniper really isn't um so i go with your research sir uh, I, fair enough and and i one wonders if it's called a broom tree just because the the uh, um the ends of which the switches of which were used to create brooms perhaps uh, i mean it's a guess um that also was not in the definition but that would make sense as to why one would call it a broom tree um but uh so so we're talking about elijah and he lays down under a tree um he why does he wish that he were to die i mean he i know that he says he i know that he says i'm no better than my ancestors so it indicates he's he's made a decision or a mistake that you know he he regrets perhaps or or but what's what has happened here well basically it is elijah saying i'm not worthy 
to do what God has called me to do. Mm. And rather than mess it up, it'd be better that I just die. You know, other people in, in throughout, especially the Old Testament, uh, more ask the, you know, the, the, the favor of like, uh, may this cup pass for me, that kind of a deal. Right. <laughs> Not necessarily, like, what? Yeah. what this is, takes why it to is, another level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, ra- you know, I, I, you know, just kill me. I'm like, <laughs> it makes me wonder if God is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not necessary. <laughs> a bit extreme. Uh, well, and, and part of the context is he, he thinks he thinks there's a very good chance he's going to die anyway. Oh, in the wilderness. I got gotcha. you. No, because nope. he's being chased um, by... I want to make sure I get the right character. Um, Huh. <laughs> way, way far back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really having to rewind through the verses. Um, I'm not, I have to admit, I'm not sure how to pronounce this Hebrew word. So. Oh, come on. See. Butcher it for us. Butcher it. Well, it's kind of. I, I usually like... do the butchering. Let's get, let's, <laughs> it's kind of please share like... the load. Okay. He's not going to care. <laughs> Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ooh, I like it. So yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's been a little issue where Elijah killed a bunch of this king's prophets who were false oh. prophets. Oh wait, wait. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to stop you there uh, because now my bone to pick is with the the lectionary selectors because th- i find this reading lacking <laughs> <laughs> first of all you could have told me who this was about second of all how is that not part of the story <laughs> how is why, why do we not cover that he he murdered some of this guy's prophets it's technically more of an execution because they had it coming oh okay okay <laughs> I I do take issue with your technicality. Still a murder. An execution is still a murder. Are, are you are you are you insinuating that there was like some sort of just jury uh, um, involved, or that because since it was in the name of God, it's fine? Uh, which which uh, which which sword do you want to fall on? <laughs> Well, <laughs> this is one of those unfortunate, bloody places where it's God saying, "Yeah, go kill those prophets of Baal." Mm-hmm. Who wrote First Kings? It was the Deuteronomy tradition. Okay, uh, say a little bit more about that. What What does that mean? What's the Deuteronomy tradition? It's writing by committee, or what's the? Yeah, it's writing by committee. Okay, and if scholars will argue for all time how many authors there were of the Hebrew scriptures and how many editors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the 
<laughs> Sounds like you want to sing there. <laughs> Duke of Earl. Uh, the Deuteronic tradition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is focused, is, is, is kind of known to be focused on ritual worship and mm-hmm. a respect for the divine directions found in the hebrew scriptures but not as extreme as some of the other groups okay Uh, they're sort of middle of the road in that way but they are very clear that god is the one true god and Mm. that any prophet for instance of baal is not just a false prophet but is also leading people to leading people astray so their lives are terrible and I don't know if it was still true at the time of Elijah, but for most of the time of the Baal religion, the sacrifice of children, the, the killing of children was part of the ritual worship. Oh, fun. Okay. So, you know, mm. if we were to say, oh, um, God said it's okay to kill these 100 child abusers who are never going to stop doing it. You know, people would say, yeah, I, I kind of get that. <laughs> Right, 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 right. No, that and that is fair. That is fair. Um, um, I, I, I recognize also that uh, um, um, the 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 context of the writers uh, usually does have to be taken into account. Uh, and uh, if obviously if they agreed with the the slaughter of these prophets, then uh, it would be presented in such a way as well. But I think the point is well taken. Yeah human sacrifice um a child sacrifice um uh would definitely be seen as that has got to stop right and uh, especially in the old testament uh we have a lot of those stories um um one one hopes that we <laughs> that that uh they were in the right uh um in some of those stories uh but you know uh, at the end of the day uh Ball worshippers were, um, if, I, I think it's fair to say that th- there is historical context to believe that they were not, um, they did not treat the Israelites uh, um, that well whenever they did have right. encounters. Um, so there, there's a survival element to it as well. Yeah, but one of the things that was particularly hideous about that religion was that people offered their own children as the sacrifice. That if you wanted your household to prosper, and depending on, you know, rather than a, a, a dove, like in the Hebrew religion mm-hmm. of the time, you offered one of your children. And there's a particular formula about whether it was the firstborn, whether it was male, all that stuff. It was very worked out as to who you killed. Yeah, that doesn't make it better. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, it was That makes terrible. it a little bit more terrifying, actually, that there's like a, oh, there's a whole mathematical formula. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was it was, as, it was as bad, almost as bad as you can imagine. Maybe some people can imagine really, really bad, so I don't say it is as bad. But still. It was, yeah. And okay, so, so it wasn't just God saying, they don't like me, you gotta kill them. It mm-hmm. was instead you you have to protect the innocent, and gotcha. in this case, the way to do it, um, these prophets who Elijah's been talking with for a while, saying, 
I am the prophet of the one true God. You are welcome to join me in that. And they kept mm-hmm. saying, nah, <laughs> we like our way. Um, right. And so it ended, it ended up with Elijah killing them and then Elijah fleeing into the wilderness, believing that their king was going to, well, the in the verses before, the king made an oath that he was going to kill Elijah the next day. Okay, okay. So that's why Elijah's saying, hey, let's get it over with God. Just take me. Gotcha. Okay. See, yeah, all of this is would be good context to yeah. understand uh, what's going on. But we, we definitely That's why do... we have a podcast. Exactly. Exactly right. Um, uh, we definitely, I, or at least I do, I definitely get vibes of uh, uh, similar themes from the past couple of weeks. I'm sure that's probably on purpose. Uh, the... <laughs> The feeding of the five thousand, the yeah. manna and quail uh, story uh, from the Old Testament, uh, you know, all these stories and are kind of lining up along the same. Lines. They're lining up to support the the John, Gospel of John series of stories about Jesus as the bread of life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, the the miraculous feedings that take place throughout in many places in the Hebrew Scriptures, and here's another one. And, and just so that we can clarify, uh, uh, when it says a cake baked on hot stones, it's not like a like it's not a birthday cake. Would that be like a a, a, a cake of like bread or like a more yeah, like, like a loaf? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So again, nothing very similar to the Israelites. Not like uh, uh, anything crazy fancy. This isn't like you right. know, a king's banquet uh, laid out. Uh, uh, still, uh, um, still miraculous. Still um, uh, magical uh, uh, in, in in some ways uh, that it would appear, but not anything crazy flashy. Jar of water, bread bread to eat, get moving. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it's you know it, it's this Elijah is very carefully. And courageously doing everything God's asking him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, and he doesn't get a grand feast before taking off on the next part of his ministry. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah, it's the simplest thing that will keep him going. And uh, uh, Horeb, Mount Horeb, uh, why was that his destination? Was he told to go there or uh, was the temple there or something? Or what's... it? What's happening here is... Horeb is also, we often call it in English, Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. So the, this narrative has Elijah backtracking on the path that Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. And, so he will okay. go to Mount Sinai where Moses received the great revelation of the covenant. Mm-hmm. And, that's par- and that's one of those things the... <laughs> I'm just glad it's not just me. <laughs> the the editors who are associated with Deuteronomy, because I can mm-hmm. say Deuteronomy, uh, they're very, you know, Moses was the star of the sections they edited. Mm-hmm. And now Elijah is literally walking in the footsteps of Moses because they feel Elijah is... Uh, an extremely important prophet and therefore should be associated with Moses. Interesting. So, so, uh, which is, um, 
so there's kind of like this so that's the reason again still painting the picture of of uh kind of this trio together uh, moses elijah jesus uh yeah. the 40 days and 40 nights uh the 40 years uh even though uh he uh, uh moses didn't uh, make it to the promise well he side. had another moses also had an adventure where he didn't eat for oh that's 40 right days. that's right he did you're right yeah. you're right uh, yeah, and then, so it's very connected with that. And then they all appear on the mount prior to uh, Jesus' capture and, and yeah. crucifixion. Yeah, um, the mount of the transfiguration. Yeah, so very much this uh, this weaving of simul- similarity, the foreshadowing, the prophet's foreshadowing yeah. Yeah. Uh, to Jesus um, later on and kind of uh, tying them all together. Anything else? I, I, I went on way too long, probably on First Kings, so I do apologize for that. But anything else before we the, move on? The only thing I'll just add quickly is that early Christians often equated the followers of Baal with the followers of the Roman religions of their time. Mm, Even though okay. the Romans, as far as I know, did not practice human sacrifice. They were really mean to humans in all sorts of other ways. But they mm-hmm. I don't think they actually sacrificed anyone as a part of worship. They sacrificed it for them for entertainment right entertainment totally anyway so so that was another way christians tied these stories into their current lives Mm, interesting well let's move on to our second reading which is ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 all the way into the next chapter of chapter 5 verse 2 so then putting away falsehood let us all let all of us speak the truth to our neighbors for we are members of one another be angry but do not sin do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing rather than let the, rather let them labor uh, and work honestly with their own hands so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up as there is need so f- that your words may give grace to those who hear and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with which you were marked and a seal for the day of redemption with a seal for the day of redemption, put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander together with all malice and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore, er, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to god um this sounds familiar especially the ending there yeah Um, yeah it it, i mean because ephesians in in some ways is the greatest hits of of one person in one person's minds of paul's teachings mm -hmm. the, the, the editor who collected these many of them come had already been used in worship and so come out in scripture sounding worshipy and mm-hmm. so the Book of Common Prayer, as it was developed, took many, many verses from Ephesians and incorporated them into prayers and other parts of our worship today. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm also kind of struck here by uh, um, what I would have thought to be a little bit more modern of a mindset uh, in verse 26, uh, that there's, you know, the, the, the prayer indicates that it's okay to feel your feelings um yeah uh, be angry but do not sin do not let the sun go down on your anger there's no indication that like when you're angry that's the devil <laughs> you right. know the devil's right. work inside 
um, it's it's uh, um, so it, in a way it mirrors, uh, like I said, a, a, a more modern um, therapist kind of viewpoint on you know acknowledging your feelings is good and and uh, uh, that that allows you to process it and and not let it fester. So yeah, that that feelings are not fate. Right, right, right. Kind of driving home that point of 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 uh, you you do have choices and control in this world, right? Um, uh, which is w- what informs all the rest. I mean, it, it it was there at this point in time when this is written. This kind of this battle of the concepts of predestination and uh, uh, individual will. Um, not as much as it, not within Christianity as much as it would develop during the Reformation. Okay. But within the secular realm, the other religions, there mm-hmm. there was quite a bit of back and forth on how much can one shift one's destiny, mm. which yeah is is an it seems like every other kids movie today. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's. It's a it's a question that humans have been asking probably since we developed consciousness, mm-hmm. um, and with the within Christianity we believe in free will, and therefore we need to constantly be in touch with God about what should our decisions be, and that will form where we end up, rather mm-hmm. than we have to figure out what our destiny is, and if we miss it then our life will be less than it could have been. And maybe even, you know, will something disastrous will happen because mm. we've resisted our destiny. Now you said, uh, you, you said that, uh, we as Christians, but I mean, I, I would put a, a bit of a challenge that there's, there's a fair amount of Christianity that does kind of dabble in this predestination, um, mindset. It might not be through and through, but there's a lot of, um, it seems almost human nature to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So, s- strictly speaking, Calvinists believe in predestination. Mm-hmm. But if you r- read all of what John Calvin wrote about how people and the world work, he nuances it quite a bit more than I think it, just about any Christian would today. But yes, mm-hmm. today there are many Christians that. Uh, believe in some form of predestination that doesn't matter what you decide god's in control of everything and therefore you know something whatever's going to happen is going to happen because god said so right right yeah i I think the a very common example of that is uh oh it was god's will must have been god's will that you know this awful thing happens uh which uh I, i have yet to come across uh too many individuals who are on the grieving end of, yeah. of those statements that find any of that comfort <laughs> comfort yeah. at all and um jesus directly I, refutes it uh, mm-hmm. he, there's i believe it's in luke but i'm forgetting um where he says what about those people who, who the tower fell on and mm-hmm. you know grab from today's headlines and he says that that wasn't god's will and that wasn't because they did something wrong. Right. right. Um, and yeah, so 
I am I'm quite confident in saying predestination is a fallacy. I I I I am inclined to agree with you. I and I'm sure that there are uh, those though um, that you know maybe maybe have found comfort uh, in in that mindset. It would it would make sense to me that uh, every now and again you it, it's comforting to not feel in control. To well, that's not. I'm not saying we're not. I'm not saying we're in control. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say. I but shouldn't yes, say it's it that a way. lot of pressure to be the decider of our own lives. Right, right. And that when things go uh, uh, poorly, it's nice to, to to be able to to fall back on the idea of like, well, it's not really my fault. Right. Or right. or there's nothing I could have done, which is also uh, sometimes a comforting uh, uh, thought as well, is to be able to say, well, there, you know, this happened, but. You know, I didn't, there's nothing, nothing different I could have done. There's nothing I could have done to help. And that may be true. It might even, be. even within my theology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that what happens in life is so intertwined with everything else that is happening at the same moment. And for a bazillion years before that we can do the very best thing and have terrible consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life is so, is so complex. Mm-hmm. And God chooses not to interfere with it in too many ways. Right. 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 Um, I suppose that's not necessarily the point of this prayer. Uh, I mean, it, it in a way, it might be. Um, so, before I str- before I continue on, since I strayed a little bit from uh, maybe the author's uh, a point to the prayer, anything you want to say about uh, what's provided here? Because there's a lot of good um, good instructions. It's not exactly the Ten Commandments, but there's a lot of good instruction here. Well, one of the fun things is that I want to make sure I have the right verse. Um... Ah, in verse 26, where it says, do not let, um, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Mm -hmm. That was a common Roman saying. Oh, oh. So that, 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 you know, that was sort of in the Hallmark card catalog of. Oh. And period. The, the the Ephesus was, uh, very closely tied to the, to, uh, the, the Roman, um, structure well, they were, right they, the, well, they they, were they in the were, roman empire yeah and they were part of the empire so it was the saying and you know it's a saying that marriage counselors give yeah. and yeah. so it's it's been one of those and i think it is good advice just because the romans had it before the um this letter was written doesn't mean that it's wrong right uh, right right but yeah it but was I, it's that is it's continued though. to be in the wider culture and that's where it entered into christianity was from the wider culture interesting i so so essentially the the uh uh intended recipients would have read this and go hey yeah the, he used he said the thing yeah exactly <laughs> he, he said the thing that we all know uh or the, you know the phrase that we all know uh and and uh, uh incorporated it into a prayer how cool um well that's pretty that's pretty neat uh, anything else? Um, should probably call it good for now. 
Let's call it good. Uh, it is good. Uh, and we move on to John chapter 6, verse 35. One, two, skip a few into 41 through 51. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the father who sent me, and I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes has, has eternal life, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Um, so a lot of talk about bread. Uh, but right. what's what's the... Uh, obviously, it, I, you can almost tell that we skip about five verses just so that the point of what he says and then what they complain about are back-to-back. -back. Do we skip anything juicy in those couple of verses? I'm just double checking. Um, or does he say other things and they're like, whoa, 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 about that la about that first part. <laughs> By the way, everyone gets a Mercedes. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> no, it's more of the same. Okay, okay. So uh, w the the liturgical decision was probably made just to keep it uh, uh, brief and uh, to the point. Yeah, anytime um, you're dealing with John, you almost always have to cut back a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jesus makes very long speeches. It, yeah. It, I've noticed that in the book of John, it, it, it does kind of uh, do almost almost a Pauline style kind of a thing. Not not as, not the same kind of repetitive, uh, but it, an, enough that in my brain, uh, I draw some of similar um, uh, stylistic uh, choices uh, there from, from John and, and Paul writings. Um, but... So they start saying, who is this dude who's, you know, using this language? Isn't this the, the scrawny kid of uh, Joseph and Mary? And uh, the, the, I'm assuming when he's saying this stuff, he is at his home synagogue then, right? He's at... He's at um, I'm almost sure he's in Capernaum, yeah. Okay, okay. Which, which is not Nazareth, but Capernaum was the home base of the apostles. Okay. It, it's where okay. Peter's fishing business was based and james and john his fishing business was based and um gotcha that when basically whenever they settled down the, the apostles of jesus settled down in a village in the sea of galilee region it would be capernaum and then they'd rest up a bit and take off on the next um ministry journey hmm. yeah and i i have to admit if i were the the complainers here and i say you know, make this statement. Hey, who's this kid uh, who's telling us what to do and using this fancy language and thinking he's a big shot? And then Jesus goes into all of you know everything that's 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 read here. 
I might be inclined as the juice to just be like, yeah, yeah, see that. All that language. Is... <laughs> You're doing it again. You're doing the thing. You're doing the. Right. <laughs> you didn't really answer my question. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> well, and that's that's the thing John does over and over is mm-hmm. the crowd, whoever the crowd's identified with, um, asks a question or sometimes an individual. And Jesus doesn't answer it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, here's another one of those cases where they say, come on, make, explain this to us. And he goes in another direction. He, he answers the question he'd prefer to answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he doesn't. He, he, he really just kind of doubles down on it. Yeah, I am the bread of life. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd like to know more. <laughs> pick up your cross and follow me my, right my bread is the bread that uh you don't die from <laughs> you don't you don't die even after you eat it uh um which i don't know if the the, the storyline is created in such a way that the, these this group of individuals are not understanding what he's trying to say right and the way he chooses to not answer do not does not seem to help their <laughs> true because he does he uses i mean he, he he uses a lot of language at least here in john that is like you know yeah th- this doesn't this doesn't it, it doesn't really uh and maybe you can correct me if i'm wrong it doesn't really harken back to you know oh you know elijah used this terminology of the the you know uh, uh the bread of life the, the the story kind of has that through line of like okay so wait are you saying you're the flaky manna that appeared on the ground only you're permanent and that wasn't like i'm very confused by this you know th- this this language you're using yeah um, and they're confused by the symbolism he's using by the miracle of the feeding of the thousands right right so you know to, they're looking at I was going to say the entire picture, but it's almost the opposite. They're looking at these little snapshots of what Jesus has said very recently and what Jesus mm-hmm. has done very recently mm-hmm. and saying, hey, come on, this doesn't make sense. Instead right. of stepping back and saying, oh, all this stuff. Remember that miracle at the wedding in Cana? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, And yeah, it's John purposely has almost every almost everyone except for jesus mis- making at least one major mistake of perception about who jesus is and it goes mm-hmm. right to the resurrection stories when mary magdalene the, the first witness to the resurrection thinks he's the gardener right 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 yeah so it's it's one of the themes in john i i have to admit i have to admit i feel like um the 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 way this is internalized by uh, us is is and and even for the original um intended recipients of of, of the the gospel of john and perhaps uh is to hear this story and imagine like oh yeah what why don't they get it i don't understand why they don't get it but i have to admit if i if i am able to sequester my brain enough into putting myself in their shoes i don't think i would have gotten it 
Right. I mean, there's there's so much new about this that I probably would have been the like I dude Jesus like you and I were in you know you know we learned Hebrew together. What are you, you know, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? You stole my you know my toy when you were nine. I don't I don't understand. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> Maybe the human side of him did. Uh, uh, he gave it back three days later. I don't right. know what you want. Um, <laughs> and another one just like it. <laughs> and another one just like it. But, like, uh, you know, I, I have to admit, I I kind of, I get yes. it. I get yeah. why. And, and you're and, supposed to. And none of this, none of his answer would have helped me. I have to, I, I think I have to admit that to myself. I, yeah. I, I would read, I would hear this and go, wait, what? <laughs> Or, ah, oh, come on! So, are you the new Elijah? Are you, like, or are, are you, are you, yeah, you know, yeah. making a claim of some sort? I'm very confused by all this. Yeah, because, Who like, are in, you? In this passage, he references Elijah, he references Jeremiah, he references um, Isaiah, you know, most of the biggies. I don't think he actually does a, well, and, and less directly, Moses. Yeah. So, yeah, he is connecting himself to all of the greats of spiritual leadership in the Jewish tradition. Right. But the so what is lacking. And the reason for that is in all the Gospels, and John being the, the last of the four written, it comes out the strongest. None of this makes sense until the resurrection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even yeah. then, and even then, I'm sure it, 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 to to not give myself credit, it would take me a decent amount of time, yeah, to finally like put things together and go, uh, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah, you be okay. Thomas, okay, I gotta stick my hand in his side, <laughs> right? I would no, I would be way worse than Thomas. <laughs> I would be like. I mean, I I did the thing. I'm still not getting this though. <laughs> John, are you I'm, getting this? <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing Peter. Yeah, you know, since Peter's the impetuous one, saying, "Ah, shut up! You're going to hell." <laughs> Jesus, like, Peter. No, that's not how Peter, we do things. Dude, are you seriously telling me that this makes sense to you right now? What am I? Am I? Am I the only one? You guys are all lying. You guys are just like nodding along. Like, oh, yeah, sure, I get it. You don't get it. <laughs> what hey, is going on he told on me here? I was going to deny him three times. Shut <laughs> <Right>. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, this is, it's one of, it's, it's interesting because it's language that seems to, in my mind, to only make sense with time. It yes. only really makes sense with knowing the full story. And that's why the one of the climactic speeches by Jesus features the blessed are those who do not see and yet believe. Mm-hmm. Because it, it you know it basically has Ben Payton standing there going, What? And Jesus saying, Yeah, like I said. <laughs> Don't worry, you're you're still blessed. <laughs> you may never get it. But it's yeah. okay. That's it's and, okay. Cause because John especially is not interested in doctrinal agreement. He, John is focused on a lively and intimate relationship with God through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you know, whether or not you think that 
Jesus has a law of Elijah precedence or whatever, doesn't matter. Hmm. And that's and a lot of times the the people who aren't understanding Jesus at this point in Jesus's ministry are saying, yeah, okay, we all know you're quoting Elijah or you're quoting Isaiah, but what's that mean? And basically John is saying, yeah, it doesn't matter what it means. It matters that you got to talk with Jesus and you started doing proof texting. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. missed that opportunity. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but you know what? Uh, one opportunity that was not missed was joining us this week. And I want to thank you very much for, all right, come yeah, on. That was segue. not bad. That was not bad. Uh, I ruined it by stopping. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I think with that, we will draw it to a close this year podcast for August 8th. 2021 the 11th sunday after pentecost uh if you're looking for more because there is always more uh, i encourage you to read the optional reading for this sunday second samuel <laughs> chapter let 18. it go ben <laughs> nope nope i'm not gonna second samuel chapter 18 verse 5 through 9 verse 15 and verse 31 through 33 that's the other optional first reading bruce and i had a lot of fun uh, uh, reading through it before we started recording. Uh, but since it's not going to be our first reading, we didn't put it in the podcast. But have fun. You're welcome. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> it's not fun. It is a it's wild bloody. story. It's a wild story. It's a I, wild story. I will agree a, on that. It, but it, there's it, so it's much. It's not unicorns and rainbows <laughs> no 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 this is not a bedtime story for you for you and the kids uh, no, but it is rated r it is it is but boy is there a lot of stuff in here um <laughs> yes there is <laughs> so uh with that overbuild uh we will we hey, will end um, we, we can make a deal with people that if they come to church on sunday and during the coffee hour want to talk about this we'll we'll be charged up Oh yeah, I will. I will. I will be able to talk about this story, uh, this reading that we didn't get a chance to do. Uh, anytime, anytime. You can bring it up in like uh, you know three months. I'll yeah. still be ready. Um, so, uh, but anyways, uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we look forward to uh, worshiping with you either in person or in spirit, uh, and hopefully uh, both. Uh, Hopefully both. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, feel free to join us uh, again. Our 10 o'clock service on Sunday is broadcast live on YouTube HFEC videos. Uh, and we also have an 8 o'clock in person uh, on Sunday morning. Uh, and uh, until next week, I am Ben. And I am Bruce. And we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.